The Fujicast is an independent loading zone production. March 22nd. The Fujicast. Hello, welcome to the Fujicast Daily. Um, with Neil James, that's me, and Kevin Mullins, who would usually be sat over there, and um, at the moment, actually, he'll usually be at his place in Malmesbury, but uh, the Daily Show is uh, myself and Kev Monday through Friday, and then I I decided just to keep the contact going and the community spirit going uh, in this Daily Photography Show, although there's quite a lot that's not necessarily uh, only about photography now for obvious reasons, that I would uh, continue at the weekend with a, with a mixture of, of guests as well that uh, we'll pick up over the, the weeks and uh, the months uh, to come. Uh, we were talking yesterday about um, this being a period of um, of being able to, to give, to give back. Um, to serve was, uh, was a, a phrase that we used. And um, I think that's a really important thing. We've decided every single day to try and think of one positive way in which we can serve. Now, there's many ways we can't serve. And I'm a photographer and a filmmaker. And so clearly I can't go out and serve in that traditional sense of being there to take people's photographs or, or make a film for them, to shoot a wedding or do a commercial job. But I'm here. I've got my voice desk here and my voice business that I've got because that's a, another strand. So I've decided one well, positive thing I was thinking about this morning was to, in my how can I serve uh, way, was um, to try and provide voices for people that need them. I mean, this time of difficulty, I tweeted this morning, my, my job may not be key. I can't photograph. I can't film at the moment. Uh, well, I can do it in here and I can make YouTube films. But you know what I mean? I can't, I can't do it for my customers, really. But I do have my voice studio. And I can easily do a handful of free voiceovers every single day for people who need to communicate messages. So uh, so if you need to communicate a message, if, if there's something you want to get out there to somebody and it needs a voiceover, um, DM me or or share it with people, even businesses, because businesses still need to advertise. I was watching television last night and thinking, hmm, some of the adverts are a bit... Uh, they take on a whole, a whole new look now, don't they, when you, when you think about social distancing. Um, but companies and organisations, um, charities, they'll all need to still communicate. So um, so for me, that means uh, perhaps I can offer my voice to them or you if you run a charity or business that needs to keep its cogs turning. I'd be more than happy to, to see what I can do. <laughs> Don't send me a book worth of stuff to do. But um, within reason, I'd like to serve. I'd like my voice to be able to do that. So um, there we go. Right, questions. And then uh, I have a a bit of a a special guest today. Here's one from Adam Broadhead. On an Instagram note, what hashtags do you regularly use? I tend to go with, in brackets, changes depending on lens and if it's black and white, hashtag photography, hashtag Fuji X-T2, hashtag Fujifilm underscore UK, hashtag Fuji non 56 mil, and so on, so on, so on. Clearly, I mean, if you're going hashtag Fujifilm um, underscore UK, you're looking for Fujifilm to see what you're doing. So there might be business purposes for that. Um, but the, um, the, the the thread that's just beginning to build in the Facebook group now addressed that hashtag elephant in the room. Sean Dono actually said, as an amateur who, who just enjoys photography, I don't really get all this hashtagging. I don't want to earn any money from my hobby. I don't strive for more followers or for more people to see my images. I don't want to be featured in a magazine or on websites. And actually, he had has had a point. Um, Adam, who wrote the the post, uh, said, "Looking at maybe looking at it the wrong way, Sean. It's not about peacocking. I definitely wouldn't do that with my images. 
Uh, it's it's not about money, but it's a good connection. And hashtag that's the way, obviously, that uh, Instagram works. And hashtags can help. And he's right. Yeah, it's a way to connect. It's how it's how the tentacles work, isn't it? So for business users, that's important, and, and now especially so. But I, actually, I think it works well for those who may just like to also share their ideas. I think I think where it looks a bit silly and gets a bit daft is uh, where you get some kind of hashtag tree. So there is some advice, isn't there, for, for hashtagging? Um, number one, look at what influencers are doing. I don't know what you feel about the word influencer, but that was suggested. Two, see what is trending. B, be specific. Four, use unbranded but relevant hashtags. Five, cater your hashtags to the site you're using. But in reply to Adam, um, if um, if you'd like to send a, an email on this one into click at fujicast.co.uk, share what hashtags you use and why you use uh, particular hashtags. And of course, now that we're being joined by Sony, Canon, Nikon, 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 I would decide which one to use soon, uh, users, etc. Um, I'd be intrigued to know which ones that you use as well. Right, here's one from Alan Gump. To Kevin and Neil, gents, just a word of deep thanks to you both for carrying on like true soldiers during these trying times. I'm not, I'm not sure we're the true soldiers. I think the, the true soldiers out there, without making this sound crass, uh, are the key workers. The very people keeping the, uh, the world alive right now uh, are those that work in sh- shops, stacking shelves. Obviously, all those amazing people in the, the, the fire service, the ambulance service, the police, those incredible, incredible... Um, health and care workers, and the nurses, the doctors. I mean, the keys just go on and on and on, don't they? But uh, anyway, it's it's nice to be considered a trooper in some respect. It's a real spirit lifter to hear your voices coming to us daily now and hearing your own family stories, and you can hear one today. I, I can imagine how frightening it is for both of you to ponder your economic future since uh, you're unable to run your businesses. You are right there, Mr Gump. Um, I have the luxury of working from home on a salary for the time being and have no mouths to feed other than our two. Hope you're able to pull something together appropriately socially distanced to keep something trickling in. No, I've got to be honest, I, I, can't, I'm, I can't see the trickle at the moment um, in any way, shape or form. And that's why I started the show today by saying, you know, this, this is a time we can serve. Now, you can only serve for too long. I appreciate that. And uh, look, I'm not sitting here on a mountain of money. I can promise you that much. But um, I can either worry about the mountain of money or I can, I can do something to serve. And perhaps by serving, it, it'll retain my sanity and, and give me something to, to get up for every single day, to see a time that I need to do this, 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 this and this. That purpose. Purpose is so, so important. And I heard a, a good bit of advice the other day, Alan, uh, for those that are worrying about the wolves at the door. When did I hear this? There's a, I, this might have been Seth Godin that said this. Or a guest of Seth's on on one of his uh, one of his YouTube. Anyway, I, I heard this expression from somebody that said, "Look, I, I I worried for years about the wolves at the door until one day somebody said to me, "Look, if you're worried about the wolves at the door, go to your front door, open it. In fact, I'll try it. Hold on. Go to the front door, open it, and if there's any wolves there, you're in trouble. Otherwise, if there aren't any wolves." Shut the door, come back in, carry on. So yeah, I've decided to take that one on board. My wife, uh, says Alan, and I are unusually close quarters in our small home in the San Francisco Bay Area. So after a week of working from home virtually on top of each other, nothing French intended, um, the nerves have frayed a bit. We took a morning trip out on one of the wild beaches. 
of the National Seashore. Magnificent day, green fields, orange poppies, blue skies, white puffy clouds and no wind. Nothing like wading in the cold surf and picnicking on the beach. When we arrived, I counted less than 15 people spread out over half a mile or more. Also, you might be interested in this, he said, making the rounds on the net at the moment. And I think this is relevant for today, particularly with uh, with Mothering Sunday. Um, uh, uh, our own Prime Minister in the UK suggested one of the greatest gifts you could give your mother this year was by not seeing her, which seems, seems a very odd thing to say, but keeping her safe, which is uh, which is paramount. Anyway, making the rounds on the net, Alan says, your, your parents, your grandparents were called upon to serve in a world war. You're called upon to wash your hands and sit on the couch. Don't f*** it up. Deepest thanks to you both, Alan Gump, in the San Fran Bay area. Friend of the show. You certainly are a friend of the show. Thank you, Alan. What else do we have here? One from Tom Chambers, who wrote in to click at fujicast.co.uk. Hi, gents. Um, liking the daily updates really does help us all feel we're not alone and it's the same reality for everyone. You're right there. It is, isn't it? I'm looking to learn more about how to properly use sound. We started talking about sound right at the start. Here we are. So so it would be great if you could maybe do an episode on the idiots, in brackets, Tom's Guide to Sound. Oh, Tom, you do yourself down. Having recently bought a Rode SmartLav Plus mic and looking to initially use my iPhone to make some videos on my website. First of all, the Rode SmartLav Plus mic is the one that you can plug into your your um, your iPhone. It goes in through, well, certain iPhones, obviously not, not everything has the attachment now, but uh, but you go in through what what is the headphone out and that becomes cleverly the microphone input so it's a great idea and 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 at the moment where people are are beginning to make little videos and 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 post them on youtube and other social media outlets um then it's a nice time to to be making some some films and and practicing on your sound longer term he says i'll look to use my xt3 Uh, What are the basics that we should be doing, what to avoid doing, and other stuff that would help those who are wary of sound and what seems like quite a technical subject? Do you know, I'm I'm, I'm quite uh, intrigued by... um, I'm going to jump on um, with Zoom.us. I was really, really impressed with it the other day, and Steve Vaughan actually introduced us to it um, yesterday on the Daily Podcast. I'm I'm not... um, What I might do is do a little hangout. You'll be invited, Tom, since you sent this in, so that we could talk about sound. If you're interested... We could spend an hour or so talking about sound one day, talk about the microphones you can use, give you a hopefully a, a not-too-expensive shopping list, some ideas where you don't need to shop around, um, the way you can edit using... I mean, I, I, have, the, um, I have the Adobe suite, so I use um, Adobe Audition to edit my sound. But should we do that? Would that be a better idea? In essence, um, Tom, to answer your question on how I uh, use sound when I'm making photo films and my own films, um, movies as well, is I tend to separate the sound from the camera. So the camera I use for reference, and then I sync the sound afterwards on a film timeline. Um, That's the way I do it, because I can get a better quality of sound. And then I use a range of microphones. Um, The Zoom F1 is really, really good. Don't confuse Zoom... um, the, the audio Zoom with uh, people doing the uh, the conferencing, They're two different companies. But I use the Zoom F1, uh, which is a um, which is a well, I use it as a lapel microphone one. It's a closed unit essentially, so there's no there's no radio frequency going back to the camera at all. So there's risks involved in that, of course, because you might forget to switch it on. There's no way of monitoring it. And if you're making, say, wedding films or something, and the groom's standing right down the aisle um, doing his vows or whatever, and and you can't nip up and just check you've turned it on so you have to be a little bit 
retentive to to just keep checking that you have got it on and it's recording um i do that i I probably check two or three times before i'm happy with them Uh, but that's the way i do it then i sync it up afterwards and you get a much cleaner much clearer much better um sound when you're you know when you're making your final uh, product but if you'd like to do a hangout i'll leave it up to you now so email in or mention it in the facebook group um if, if you'd like to do a hangout on sound be pleased to do that I seem to have a bit of time on my hands, so just direct message me or mention it in the Facebook group or send an email to click at fujicast.co.uk and um, we'll we'll form a group and we'll do that one day. There we go. Um, One more question. This one's from Adam Ramjean. I'm not sure whether we did this one the other day uh, or whether I was talking to Kev about it. I'm getting a sense of deja vu. I'm going to plow on with it regardless, though. Hi, guys. I'm Adam in Islington. Love the podcast. Brilliant balance of technical and theoretical brought together by a great chemistry uh, and, and an almost AMSR experience. My word. Um, thank you. Thank you for your flattery. Uh, and, and Kev will be back to thank you for your flattery in a couple of days or tomorrow on the on the main podcast. Been hooked since November, December last year. Been working uh, backwards as well as forwards. I'm, I'm uh, up to the July 2019 episodes. One interesting continuity error I found. I've got a friend of mine that looks for continuity errors in films. He spots them a mile off. That's his hobby. It's an old hobby, but, but he seems to enjoy himself. One interesting continuity error I found. Oh, well, this will be me. Uh, Neil mentioning he likes things a bit damaged in reference to a Sean Tucker book. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I got a Sean. Sean Tucker sent me a um, a copy of one of his books, and it, it was a little bit damaged, but I quite like it because it's you know it's got character now. Um, but later on, loved having an X100F in pristine condition and didn't let Kevin put a scratch on it. You're absolutely right. I do I do look after my cameras. The cameras I do look after. Um, yeah, I have plenty of dividers in my bag, um, but. Um, yeah, there are a f- yeah. I like camera bags to be scratched and look like they've been well used. My my good friend Giles, who we reference on, on you know on regular uh, occurrence on this on this particular podcast, he was um, he was um, an, an, a conflict um, no not a conflict photographer. He was he was a, a photographer in the army who happened to be involved obviously in conflicts. Um, he gave me one of his. Is it Domk? How do you how do you pronounce Domk? Is it Domki or Domk? Um, anyway, he gave me one of those bags that had toured across Iraq with him, and uh, it was my, my favourite camera bag. And then the straps fell off. Uh, anyway, two questions if it's not too greedy. Um, for non-professionals who mainly post on Instagram, would you would you recommend deleting your earlier photos of, as you've improved over time, or is it interesting to keep up? Yeah, I think. Do you know what? I, I I have a sneaky suspicion we did deal with your your question the other day, Adam. But it could have. Uh, this is this is one we get quite often anyway. So um, we'll answer it again. My advice is keep it. It's great to see somebody's, you know, ad- advance. Great to see how they've come on, how they've moved on, how they've developed. And I find that quite fascinating. And uh, I don't find it a weakness to look down to the bottom of somebody's grid and think, "God, dear, you're a bit ropey." If anything, it shows you just how far they've come. So I'd, I'd keep them. Um, number two, do you think in the current, hopefully once in a lifetime context, it could be a great opportunity for people who are thinking about a career change to press the button? Well, I'm always a little bit cautious about offering this kind of advice because you just don't know commercially what's going to come out the other side. If it was photography, yeah, I, I think there's going to be photographic demand coming out the other side of this. Of course there is. I think if you've uh, developed lots of skills within photography, then, well, now that's even more useful. If you can shoot film, 
or press the movie button rather. Um, and if you can, um, if you can do the stills, shoot the movies, do some sound, all those kind of things. Yes, I think commercially, um, not just for commercial photographer uh, photography, but commercial with a small C. Commercially, in terms of your wedding work, your portrait work, um, whatever genre. That being able to have all these skills, you're going to be a lot further up the tree when it comes to the decision makers thinking, you know, this guy or, or girl can do that, that, that and that. So I, I think use these months to really hone your skills, learn about sound, learn about the movie button, turn that movie button on, um, practice more with your, your retouching. Um, do some macro photography. You're inside. If, you, if you've if you've got the right lens, the right kit, spend some time doing macro. Just honing those skills. And you know, one of the biggest places you can go to learn stuff for free. You know what I'm going to say? YouTube. Be cautious how far down the rabbit hole you go, and be careful not to watch too much COVID stuff as you're trying to learn. Um, schedule your time accordingly. But that would be my suggestion. Um, so, yeah, I don't think it's doom and gloom, Adam. Um, obviously, this moment is doom and gloom in history in terms of world health. Of course it is. Yes. But I, I think, you know, what what have we got? If we don't have hope, what have we got? And I, I, I'm, I'm going to practice the hope thing because anything else seems an entire waste of time. I don't always feel like that. I have my hours and, my, and I'm sure days over the coming months where I'm going to be thinking, what? Oh! But... Um, I don't like the wallow word. I want to take that out of my dictionary. So I, I said we had a special guest today, and we have. It's Sam, my wife, because it's Mothering Sunday today. I know. Happy weird Mother's Day. Very weird Mother's Day, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Very odd, strange Mother's Day. Right now, we were supposed to be with Giles in Coke Restaurant, weren't we, having brunch? That had been our plan. Mm. And then this afternoon, you were going to burn a piece of beef. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's just all a bit odd, I have to say. I mean, and actually, it's changed really quickly as the week's gone on. Yeah. I mean, I think this time last week, we thought we might still go to Cote. Mm-hmm. Um, Giles cancelled that Monday, didn't he? He did, and that's yeah. obviously because... And that made sense. It did It did make sense, but now we couldn't go because Cote are actually shut. Yeah. Um, midway through the week, I think we thought we were still going to have dinner, at least, and I was going to cook for my mum, and for she mom, was yeah. going to come here, yeah. and... And then as, sort of as the week evolved and, and changes happened, then that all got put to one side. So I think we're going to socially distance at the top of some sort we're, of hill yeah, or something. We're going for now. a socially distanced walk. Yeah. Although I, I, I'm also a little bit concerned of how that looks. Did you see that? I'm not sure if they're real or not, but did you? Because sometimes people put pictures of stuff and, 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 and put the wrong date on them. It happened actually with people saying... Uh, there was some strand going, some thread going around saying the army are going into London. And the pictures ended up being pictures of tanks in the Ukraine or something in, in a city street. Mm. And there were some pictures yesterday, though, of Snowden, lots of cars all queued up. Somebody said, this is not a bank holiday. Will people oh, yeah. understand this? So uh, you know, I just, I, should I feel a bit squeamish that we've... We're going to go on a socially distanced walk. I don't know. I think a weird combination of words. It is a socially distanced walk. Yeah. Uh, what's it? Oxymoron or whatever yeah. they say. Um, I I don't know. I think it's all peculiar and I think we all take steps just to try and, I suppose, balance things to a certain extent. Because actually, you know, I think one of one of my biggest concerns, and this is not a personal concern, is for, is for those 
most vulnerable and yeah. the social isolation not the social distances but the isolation and and the issues that that can that can have in itself you know the sort of mental health side of things um you know there's a there's a great issue in society anyway isn't there with regards um you know people who just don't see anyone from week you know yeah. week in week out and this i think just compounds the issue and 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 trying to find ways around that trying to find ways that you feel connected um i think are going to be massively important so um yeah i think it's certainly an odd mothering sunday how do you, but, think, um, how, how do you think our boys are doing i noticed thomas our youngest we talk about it on the show you know i always say our youngest but you know by now don't you because you just you listen to the show um said the other day um he's <laughs> he shut the door because he wanted to do something sneaky or some th- something in his room and he grandly announced i'm going into self-isolation shut the door They'll okay. use it to their advantage. Actually, do you know what? I think they're fine. Words that they've never used before. No, exactly. I know. It's like the kids in the playground playing Corona, which is oh, a bit... No. You don't play it anymore. You play Corona. <sighs> but We should not be laughing. We shouldn't be laughing. But the thing is for them that actually if they can sense... If they can it's, have it's some, like, a degree of normality about it, yeah, then, yeah. then great. Because what... You know, I don't want them to look back at this period and have this sense of fear and, and you know, something like the anxiety that can be created from it and take mm. that into the, the rest of their lives. I don't want that for them. I want this to be, and it's not one long holiday, I get that, but I, you know, I will take the worry, I will take the pressure and I will take the strain. I want them just to be, in inverted commas, as normal as possible. So... Mm. If that means that they can take, you know, if they can just have their normal fun and games, but probably slightly more topical, then, yeah. you know, so be it, really. Well, do you remember, what was Ring a Ring of Roses, a pocket full of exactly. poses, a tissue, yeah. a tissue, yeah. we all fall down. And, and uh, for years, I had no idea mm. what that meant. Mm. It, was just, it was just some words that, for some reason, was, was sung a, a, in a playground over and over until a teacher said, do you know that was from the from the plague? Exactly. And that's what that meant. Mm. Um, no, I think they're doing really well. I think next week will be peculiar. Yes, um, because obviously homeschooling starts, mm-hmm. um, and and that's all a bit of a balance, isn't it? So I mean, I'll be at school a little bit, um, helping out, doing my key worker roles. Yeah. Um, and then there'll be the balance of coming home and sort of sorting the boys out, and then obviously working out how you know how you can fit that responsibility into all the other jobs that you have to do all the other juggling that you're doing and i've got so. time i've got a free diary <laughs> yeah free <laughs> i mean look tuesday free. available wednesday <laughs> we were talking about this that whether we should laugh um because there are people passing on we're not obviously making light of that situation of course we're not but actually humor is a way that is a defense mechanism that it's, many people it's, what see do they call it not black humor i suppose uh, gallows humor is gallows it? humor it's um, got a british phrase yeah, Gall- gallows humor do you see what Auntie Izzy wrote? The boys, Auntie Izzy. To the mums who face a long period in isolation to keep themselves safe. Um, to the mums who are suddenly having to add teacher to their list of skills. To the mums who are still having to go to work to help the country fight this shit of a disease. You have totally got this big arm sort of muscle thing. Sending love to all this Mother's Day. There we go. Happy Weird Mother's Day. Yeah, happy Weird Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, that's it for today. Back tomorrow with what is uh, traditionally known as the show. Uh, the main show, I guess we should call it, during this period, as we're doing a daily. Uh, back tomorrow then with all its usual features and Kev. And then Kev's back with me on Tuesday for the rest of the week with the daily show. Uh, tomorrow, one of the subjects uh, with a very, very special guest photographing beauty in what was once chaos. And I wanted to therefore connect the story to the landscape in a way that was paradoxical. 
Cambodia is a beautiful country, but it's got all these terrible dark secrets. Back tomorrow, as usual. The Fujicast is an independent Loading Zone production. Email the show with your questions and words of wisdom to click at fujicast.co.uk. Email any complaints and political nonsense to our wives who will deal with your comments in their own good time and in their own good way.